Well, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Hit Bodies podcast. I am your host, Chelsea Pleasant. This week I'm alone. Last week I had Jen. So much more fun. So, <laughs> but I'm really excited to be back with you. I have a lot of things I want to discuss with you this week. But more importantly, if you're new and you don't know what this podcast is about, so let me give you the scoop. So, Hit Bodies is a workout group where you are like you are my workout buddy. I'm a trainer, but you're we're workout buddies. Okay? I'm doing everything right alongside you, but it's not like your typical workout video, okay? Cuz here's the thing. Here's the thing. Have you ever been to like a workout class at the gym and it's like sweaty, cardio, high energy the whole time, right? And then have you ever been in a personal training session with a trainer? So I've been both. I've been a trainer and I've also led like group fitness classes. Okay. And I've also been to a lot of group fitness classes. Isn't why trainers don't go crazy and like have crazy cardio workouts the whole time is because that's not what's going to bring the crazy good results. The crazy good results come from strength training. And like with that, if you were to ever train with me, I'm going to tell you, I give you the tea. I tell you what's going on in my life. I'm going to know what's going on in your life. And so this podcast just gives me an extension to do that. Okay. So it's super fun. If you're my workout buddy, I'm going to tell you what's going on. And so this just lets me do it when I'm less out of breath. Okay. (laughs) So with that, I'm also, it's going to be fitness related stuff too, but it's also just girl talk. Okay. So I hope you like it. And if you are new, whether you're new or not, if you're just listening, you got to tell me, okay. Post like just like DM me on Instagram, do something. And also if you know of someone who you think would like this podcast, it really does mean the world to me when you recommend it to someone. Um, it's really cool to just to be able to connect with different people. And like, I feel like with a podcast, like we go deep, we go deep, baby. It's cool. <laughs> um, okay. So let's go ahead and get started. There's a lot of things I wanted to discuss this week. And I think you're going to be surprised by the first one because this is a fitness podcast, but we got to talk about the Costco hot dog. Okay, because I, if a lot of people don't know this about me, but I think, I don't know, I'm going to say, I'm going to guess about 50% of you already knew this about me. In fact, okay, okay, if you're listening, when I give you this fact, screenshot it and tell me if you already knew this or not, okay? I used to work for Costco. I worked, I started at Costco Travel and I like booked cruises for people and then I worked my way up to marketing coordinator and then I worked my way up to, I worked in the international division doing like women's apparel, which was really fun. And then I went to the Northwest region and did like, you know, the gift cards they sell. Yeah, I did that. So yeah, I worked for Costco for a long time. I I know a lot about how the company works and all that kind of stuff. I have struggled to be a Costco member because I feel like I spend two or three hundred dollars on a trip, and then I'm like, cool, I still need to go grocery shopping. Like, what did I even buy? <laughs> you know, it just adds up so quick, but it's just so fun. Anyway, we had to get a Costco membership because we are booking a vacation through Costco Travel. So it's it's all good. It's all good. But we did do a Costco trip yesterday. And Saturdays are also my day off keto for now, which we're going to talk about in a minute, but I don't think I'm going to continue that. Anyway, I got a Costco hot dog and like inflation is real and Costco has stayed strong. Like I remember when I worked there back in like 2012, 2013 or something, they would show us the amount of effort it takes to keep that Costco hot dog at $1.50. And I can only imagine now with like inflation, it's got to be crazy. Well, 
I figured out where they cut corners, guys. They got rid of the onions, at least at my Costco. And that hot dog needs a crunch. Okay. I, the onions were just top tier. Like that was, was it a COVID thing? Like, what was it? I, I'm pretty disappointed because that was a big part of why I love Costco hot dogs, ketchup, mustard, onions. It's just, mm, it's perfection. So I'm pretty disappointed about that. I would like to know, does your Costco still have onions? Um, don't forget, you're supposed to tell me if you knew I worked at Costco or not. Okay. Anyway, the other thing I was going to talk about with Costco. So my husband, and I learned this while we were at Disney, to be honest, we are the most boring family. Like we really don't go places. My husband works Monday through Friday. I make dinner every night and we just really avoid busy places on the weekends. I don't love, who likes a busy place? Like I certainly don't, right? Well, when we were in Disney, I mean, I felt like my husband from the moment we got there, he was like countdown until we can leave because he like hates crowds. It just, and and like particularly on the last day, he was like, I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. And I was like, okay, I get it, man. It's our last day. Chill, right? Well, yesterday at Costco, he was just like, I I just want to get out of here. I just want to get out of here. He kept saying it. I'm like, Cameron, it. It is one single Costco trip, okay? Let's have some fun. Let's make it an experience. Let's enjoy ourselves here. I fully intend on getting every sample here. Like, we've already made the trek out here. Like, let's enjoy ourselves. Um, yeah, so that's something I've learned about my husband. Like, like I don't like busy places either. I hate it. And for the most part, I don't go. But if I go, I'm going to just, like, deal with it, right? I don't know. But yeah, Costco on a Saturday is definitely like, whew, it's pretty next level. The, the one here in Wilmington, I live in Wilmington, North Carolina, if you didn't know that. Um, I just feel like the parking lot is just not, it's not it. It's like not big enough. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm, I mean, I'm grateful to be a Costco member again. And I definitely intend, we got the executive membership. So I fully intend on trying to earn my money back, you know, and I'm going to try to make smart purchases. It was just like ridiculous yesterday. I was like, so we're, you know, we're keto, right? So I'm looking at like the meats and stuff like that. Like, okay, what's a good deal? The Italian sausage was a fantastic deal. The problem is, do I need four pounds of it? Absolutely not. And I'm probably going to forget about it in my freezer. Bought it anyway. I bought it anyway. So we'll see. I'll have to keep you guys updated on the Italian sausage, but I'm excited. I do love Italian sausage. Okay. So then all of that had me thinking about Cinnabon. I know this is random, but okay, we've all seen like the Cinnabon branded like cinnamon rolls at the grocery store, right? But when was the last time you went to a Cinnabon? Like, are they still around? Because that feels like a, a very specific to a mall or an airport. And people aren't really going to malls anymore, Like that is making me so sad because I love shopping in person and it doesn't feel like nowadays you can just park your car once, get out and like, you know, do a mall trip. It's like you're kind of like individually stopping at different places where like some good stores are. Right. And it just it's just more of a thing. It makes me sad. Um, I, now that I have a daughter, like I'm imagining like going shopping with her and it's just, it's going to look a lot different by the time she's old enough. Yeah. Anyway, I just want to like, are Cinnabon still around? Are people going to them still? It's a shame. Like, it would make me really sad if Cinnabon went out of business. Cause I, you know, for being a fitness girl, Cinnabon's worth it. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then, the, the, so this is how my brain works. I'm like walking you through all these different things. 
So I go on TikTok and I saw this thing. So I have wrinkles. If if you have a problem that you're looking for a solution for, I don't know about you. Hi, the first place I go is not Google anymore. I'm going on TikTok. I'm going on TikTok to find some solutions, you guys. And so I've always had like wrinkles in my neck, like my whole life. And I think it was because like I was a little Michelin man baby. Like I was real thick. Um and so anyway, I've just seen more and more people talk about this tech neck thing. And I'm like, hold on, did I do this to myself? Like what what's going on? And I did so much research on tech neck. And I don't know, there's like all this crazy stuff on TikTok on how to get rid of it. I'm curious if anyone feels like they've given themselves wrinkles in their neck or they just had them. Because you guys, I went, it made me go on like a rabbit hole research thing. Like, have I always had these or is it in my head? And sure enough, I looked at pictures from like my early 20s and I've always had them. But here's what I will say. Here's what I will say. Mine are way less bad (laughs) when I am smaller. Like they're less visible. It's almost like, these wrinkles just like as I gain weight, it's just, it gets that like the, like the Michelin man baby vibe, right? Like it just kind of gains around it. So I don't know if that information is helpful to you, but like if you've been on TikTok and you're like doing all these weird neck massages, trying to get rid of them, but it's something you always had, I'm going to tell you like, try losing weight. (laughs) If that's something you want to do, that might help more. Cause I just looked through the last decade and a half of pictures of myself and like that's when it was the least visible okay but okay this is the last thing I know these are like the most random topics we just got to power through them and then we're going to get to like more helpful stuff okay and like the fun more fitnessy related stuff okay eating in bed eating in bed so this came up this this week because um we went to the beach and like it's so hard to get all the sand off of yourself, right? And I, I'm a beach girl. I live 10 minutes from the beach. I'm a go. I'm a go as much as I can. My husband hates sand so much. And it's so hard to get it all off, right? And so he obviously hates the sand in the bed. Who who likes sand in the bed? I don't even, like, it's not my favorite, but it's like I, I can live with it. He cannot live with it. He cannot live with it. It, it drives him crazy. So then it made me think about eating in bed and just like how great that is. And, you know, back in the day before I was married and stuff like that, I, that was like where I ate dinner. Like now we eat dinner at the dinner table as a family and stuff like that. But, you know, when I was, I was, cause I didn't care if I got crumbs in my bed. I had like, I think like a queen or a king or something. So I could just roll to a different section. I know you're like, Chelsea, that's disgusting, but that's how I lived. Okay. And I kind of miss that a little bit. Like, I think if I had, you know, when you think about, like, what would you do if you, you know, could, like, grab, like, different things from, like, your old life, right? Like, pre-kid life and stuff like that. Yeah, like, eating dinner in bed while watching a show, mm, it hits different. It hits different. Like, you need a lot of pillows. You got to really prop yourself up. But it's, like, you're slightly reclined. Like, I don't know. It's... But then I was also thinking, what made me think about was like eating while really squishing the tech neck down. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Random. Okay. But anyway, so where do you stand on eating in bed? You have to answer these questions, by the way. I need to know. I need to know. Like, do you like eating in bed? Is it something you miss? Is it something you crave? Do you do it in a hotel room? Like, where do you stand on all this? It just is 
like, ah, and my son, my son, when he sits down to eat, he is either requesting to watch a show or to be read to. He loves to be entertained while he eats too, which I know, like, I, I don't know. I'm sure that's like probably that creates that like whole mindless eating thing. Right. But I mean, it's better. Why is it so much better? I don't know. It's like, sometimes I will, I will make sure I figure out what I want to watch. Like on a night where we don't have the kids or something, I'll figure out what I want to watch before I even start making dinner. Like I got to have something queued up so I can like just really indulge myself. Oh, it's the best. Okay. Okay. So now let's get into something sort of fitnessy related because that was just a bunch of random topics. Okay. So we're going to talk about keto. We're going to talk about keto for a second. And we're going to talk about like what I'm going to do while I'm on keto is I'm going to talk about like we really kind of hone in on one specific benefit that you could experience if you try it, okay? Uh, but I want to first just give you an update on like what's going on over here. So we've been keto for about two weeks now, I think. And y'all, I feel amazing. So last Saturday, as oh, I don't think I told you last Saturday. Last Saturday, I like not this most recent one, but the one before that, we hosted a baby shower and I took the day off keto. Okay. And then I also took this Saturday off keto, but I want to tell you, cause I noticed something both times. You guys, when I am keto, my energy is through the effing roof. I couldn't nap if I tried, I feel amazing. And then when I go back to eating carbs for the day, I feel like a literal slug. Like I'm so tired. I feel groggy. I feel the brain fog. I feel all that kind of stuff. And I think what is funny is a lot of people who have never done keto, they're like, you need carbs. Like your body needs the energy, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I'm like, okay, if I ignore all the noise from the outside, I can tell you right now, my body effing thrives on keto and it's annoying. Dude, I love sourdough bread. I love this stuff. Like I just want to eat this stuff and I want to feel as good as I feel on keto while eating that stuff. Like it's, I'm telling you right now, not everyone feels this way on keto. Okay. You know how, you know how like every pregnancy is different. Every whatever is different. Like every body is different and everybody thrives with different things. But dude, dude, I feel so good. And what I want to encourage you to do, if you're like kind of toying with the idea, start incorporating one low carb meal a day. I would encourage you to try breakfast because it's like you've been fasting all night and then do a low carb breakfast and see how you feel. See if you feel less hungry throughout the morning. See if you start to feel maybe less. And honestly, with brain fog, you don't know what brain fog is until you don't have brain fog. Oh my God. It's such a thing. Like I, I'm not saying I have the, like, I have a great brain. Okay. I definitely, there's something, some neurodivergence of some sort with me compared like when I just see like how my husband's brain works versus how my brain works. I'm like, mm, yeah, something's something oh, I'm different. Okay. I'm different. I don't know like exactly how, but whatever. Anyway, with that though, I, I feel like I lost my train of thought. Speaking of, speaking of brain fog, I ate carbs yesterday. Um, yeah, like it just, I feel I feel so clear headed. I feel like I can focus better. I feel like I am more productive. And I don't think this is a placebo effect. I really don't. So, anyway, I don't want to take Saturdays off keto anymore. So, this week, I'm going to try to just be more prepared to make like some more indulgent stuff so I'm not 
craving a day off because the truth is like while I've been eating keto I've been eating a lot of like meat and vegetables and that kind of stuff so healthy like god who am I but I think I need to work in some like keto biscuits and maybe like some keto pizza like that kind of so I just feel a little bit more excited about my meals because yeah steak gets old I love steak but it gets old right so anyway I encourage you if you're thinking about trying keto I you guys I mean I talk to your doctor right like you know all that kind of stuff but like I feel so effing good and I just want everyone to feel this way I want everyone to know how good it feels to feel this way okay um Oh, and then I was going to talk about like a benefit from keto. Okay. So because like I've been really noticing like the brain fog and the energy and that kind of stuff, I wanted to talk about like why that happens on keto. Okay. So we're just going to dive in here. All right. So if you don't know what keto is, it's like you eat low enough carb that your body has to convert its energy source from burning like glucose, sugar, et cetera, for energy to um, your liver producing ketones into your body, which allows you to burn fat for fuel. Okay. Now what's cool about this is your brain freaking loves ketones. It's almost like, like you're like, yes, our brain like works great on, on glucose. Like most of us have gone our whole lives, but when you unlock this feeling that you get when you're, when your brain gets like ketones for the first time in, you know, like since you were born or something, Dude, it just, it feels different. And so I, I did some research on like ketones and the brain. So I stumbled across this article. It's from the Scientific American, okay? And what's cool is the ketogenic diet, a lot of, some people might know this, some people might not. It's been used, a lot of people know it to treat um, epilepsy, like seizures, um, particularly in children, right? And this has been like from yeah, like way back in time, but it's actually been used to treat a lot of other neurological disorders. And when I say neurological disorders, that's typically going to be brain related. Okay. I want to preface this by saying, this is not me saying you shouldn't treat these things any other way. I'm saying that it has been used to treat these things. Okay. Um, in both clinical trials and stuff like that. And it's shown no apparent side effects. Okay. So bipolar disorder, cancer, um, particularly brain cancer is what it, it did specify in this article. And that was actually like way back in the day, what got me into keto. And I'll share that story in a minute. Um, sleep disorders, even sometimes headaches. Uh, and I've also seen, uh, dementia and Alzheimer's. Now, again, this is not to say that this is like, oh, it's the magic cure, but what I was going to share in the cancer thing, back in the day when I first became a personal trainer, I, I didn't have health insurance and I, and I didn't, I, I, was, I wasn't making enough money to where I could like pay out of pocket for health insurance and like feel like I was going to make it financially, okay, if I'm being honest. And this was back when there was like a financial penalty for not having health insurance. And I was like, well, I'm going to pay that because I just can't afford it, right? Anywho, what happened was is I just I created this fear in my head that I was going to get cancer I know so I started like relentlessly researching what are ways to treat cancer that would not make me broke if I were to like get cancer okay I know I'm so random so I discovered all of this stuff about keto and cancer and like how it can literally starve cancer cells and um the ketones are you know there's just all these benefits anyway I'm not going to get into that too much because 
I, I get that some people may disagree with it and whatever, but it, uh, the research it, to me, it was compelling. And I was like, well, I'm gonna go for it. And I, so I kind of thought of it as like a preventative measure and it gave me peace of mind. Like, okay, I'm doing what I can to keep that away and present, prevent myself from going completely bankrupt while I'm self-employed. I, I don't know. It's just this weird thing that I had. This was when I was like, I think like 25 or 26. Okay. Anyway, anyway, so that was something that got me started. Okay, back back to the back to the benefits of ketones on the brain. So, a ketogenic diet in a way, it kind of mimics starvation. And so it, your your body goes into a metabolic state that's called ketosis. And so you go from being like a sugar burner to like a ketone creator, right? And the the keep the ketone bodies that your liver creates, um it's going to allow your body to burn the the fat, whether it's fat in your diet or body fat. And there's, there's different types of ketones. And so I do want to be clear too, because there's like people who sell like the drinkable ketones. I personally don't recommend that. I recommend like you to create them through your diet. Okay. To each their own, but that's what I recommend. So one of the major ketones is called beta hydroxybutyrate. And that's I don't know. It it has been shown, according to this article and like some other ones that I've read, it has been shown to be a more efficient fuel source on the brain for the brain on the brain whatever um, than tr- than typical glucose. And so that can be why people feel so much more like just brain clarity, like thinking clarity, that kind of stuff. And I can really feel the difference. I also was reading in this article that. A ketogenic diet can also directly inhibit a major source of neuro. I feel like I'm not going to say this word right. Neuronal stress, so like the neurons in your brain, um, by acting like a blueberry. I know this is a weird one. Re- I'm I'm going to read the article word for word for this portion because I don't think I can put it into my own words very well. Reactive oxygen species are unfortunate byproducts of cellular metabolism. Unlike the gas oxygen, these oxidants have single electron that make them highly reactive, bombarding into proteins and membranes, wrecking their structure. Increased oxidants are a hallmark of aging, stroke, and neurodegeneration. Okay, so what? <laughs> like, I guess the, I still don't understand the blueberry. I think they're talking about like the antioxidants in a blueberry. Yeah, that must be what they're talking about with the blueberry thing. Sometimes I'm like, okay, you guys, this is, it's the Scientific American, so whatever. Anyway, what they're kind of getting at here is these, the ketones act as like antioxidants in the body and oxidants are a big part of what like ages our brain. So that's what they're kind of getting at there. So they kind of summarize some studies down below in this article and they call it neuroprotection is what these like ketones essentially provide, right? So they they talked about a study of 23 elderly with mild cognitive impairment and they show that a ketogenic diet improved their verbal memory performance after six weeks compared to um, those with a carbohydrate diet. And they also did the same thing with 152 patients with Alzheimer's disease. And I think that one was, it looks like it shows 90 days and showing improvement. Mild, it was marked cognitive improvement. So I don't know the details on that. And same with seven patients with Parkinson's disease. I mean, seven patients is not very many, but um, it's a, it says five were able to stick to the diet for 28 days and showed reduction in their physical symptoms. 
So my point in sharing all of this is the lack of brain fog that I'm feeling, I don't think it's just in my head. I really think that there's something there and it seems like there's some science to support it. So if brain fog is maybe something you're struggling with, you might love it as much as I am. So let's move on to our like weekly topics. Okay. So what are we doing this week inside of hip bodies? Well, I first want to share, we just did a strategies for a sweet tooth workshop that I think was really helpful. And I hope you guys found it helpful. Each month inside hip bodies, we do a workshop. So I do weekly, I do two weekly chats a week, but I also do these workshops where I really dive into something. So we've done a macro tracking workshop, maximizing fat loss workshop, and then strategies for a sweet tooth. So I don't know what we're going to do for April yet, but I always, I always give them some options to vote on for what the workshop topic will be. I think you would love it. And if you want to see that workshop, um, you can actually sign up for Hit Bodies for $1 right now. And I'm telling you right now, that deal is ending very, very soon. I hired a marketing team back in December and like we're finally nearing the end of like creating this new signup process. So it's going to look a lot different if you want to try out Hit Bodies. So if you want in on that deal, this is truly like probably your last week. Okay. Um, but for this week, we are going to be doing wild card week. So inside hip bodies right now, as you know, I go live with my clients and I work out alongside them. So each week I have a theme and some examples we've done like meathead week, AMRAP week. Uh, we did like full body workouts last week. Now this week we're doing wild card, which means there ain't no theme. We just having some fun. <laughs> I didn't feel like following a theme is what that meant. So it should be really fun. I'm excited. I always like, ha- I'm going to be doing an active recovery day, which I have not done in a while. Um, and I really wanted a way to work that in this week because I feel like we very much need it. It's always hard for me to convince my clients to like stretch and relax and that kind of stuff. Like they're always like more, more, more. That's how everyone is. Like once you start working out, you're like, yeah. But these days are important too. So the workouts this week, they're tough. They're challenging. They're so good. But we do have an active recovery workout on Thursday, I think. So yeah, it should be good. Now, something I am killing it at lately. And when I do this, I want you to think of something you've been killing it at lately too, okay? So I just want to say I've been killing it at keto. And I've been killing it at having a little bit more body confidence. It's coming back, y'all. So I mean... Part of that is like I've I'm I'm losing weight, right? Like I'm I'm losing weight and it feels good. I'm taking really good care of myself. I'm consistently working out and my energy I think like just like having more energy, all that kind of stuff, it's just all coming together so freaking nicely. And I'm taking very good care of myself and I'm very proud. Um and keto keto, I yeah, I'm hooked, man. I'm hooked. I'm a keto girl again. So on that note. The meal I'm loving this week is my breakfast scramble. 10 out of 10, okay? Let me tell you how we do this. So we take some breakfast sausage. We cook it up, okay? While it's cooking up, we're going to add in some very, like, finely chopped bell peppers. I love bell peppers, okay? So sausage and bell peppers are in there. We're going to crack three pasture-raised eggs once the sausage is cooked up. When I cook, when I scramble my eggs, what I do is I just crack them into the pan. I leave all that fat in the pan from the sausage, okay? And I just poke the yolk on each of those eggs. So we're doing three eggs, okay? I let it kind of cook up, and then I start scrambling it. You know what I don't like? I don't like when people beat up an egg in, like, another dish and then pour that combination into the 
into the pan. I, I, I don't know why I feel like I can taste the yolk better when it's like there's bites of white, bites of yolk. I know it's weird. It's, I think it's so much better, but I'm not done yet. Okay. So then I start scrambling the egg. So I probably let that sit there for like 30 seconds, scramble it a little, let it sit there. And then it's probably getting close after like a minute and a half, right? I don't know. I, I honestly don't look at the time. Then I'm going to melt in a handful of cheese and then, oh, before I put the cheese in, I'm sorry. I do season everything with salt and pepper every step. I don't season the sausage because that's already seasoned, but bell peppers are seasoned, eggs are seasoned with salt and pepper, and then we're going to go ahead and melt in some cheese, and then here's where it gets really good, okay? So the cheese is melted. We've taken it off the heat. We are going to now stir in a spoonful of Greek yogurt. I use a full-fat Greek yogurt, and just like a teaspoon or so of a chipotle mayonnaise that I make. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's like smoky, a little bit spicy, but it's not over the top. It's just like, it's even better than hot sauce, you guys. It's so good. It fills me up. Like, I feel so satisfied. My husband, every time, is like moaning and groaning, loves it so much. And I'm loving it too. It's the best breakfast scramble. I should go on Instagram and make this, to be honest. Okay, moving on. Workout wins this week. Workout wins this week. I can do a 185-pound deadlift three times. This is huge, but Jen is still beating me, and that annoys me. And I know I'm supposed to be talking about a win. Okay, Jen, if you don't know who Jen is, it's Turbo Jen on Instagram, okay? And so Jen does the workouts. She, like, filled in for me when I was out on maternity. I really need her to get pregnant so she can slow the F down and I can beat her again, okay? It's really irritating me. So... She did like 200 something. She did like 200 pounds already. That's my goal is to be able to do 200 pounds. She stole my goal and then she beat me to it. Okay. Am I allowed to be a hater? <laughs> so but anyway, I am actually very proud of her. It's awesome because she, she did not lift heavy for a long time. And so this is, it's very impressive. And like when, when she first started lifting, um, I, I want to say, she, yeah, she had some like back pains and things like that. And so it's just been really cool to watch her like perfect her form and get so strong. And so she teaches for hip bodies on Wednesdays so that I have a day off. And also, I mean, I just want, I want you guys to like get to know her too. She's so awesome. And she's a really good instructor. She teaches turbo kick. Uh, if you don't know what turbo kick is, it's kind of, it makes me sad that people don't know what turbo kick is anymore as much because it's like not taught in the gyms, but she's a really good turbo kick instructor and she has a ton of those videos on YouTube. So check them out. And also now she's strong AF and I need her husband to knock her up so that she can slow down. Okay. Moving on things I'm obsessed with. Okay. So this is actually funny because it's something that I also used to get annoyed with. So data. Does, okay. You know what I think is weird? I, okay. Normally I think this is weird, but I'm like craving it right now. And I don't know why. I think it's because I'm like doing really good and I like to see the results of my hard work that, mm, yep, that's what it is. Okay. So data, you know how people love like seeing the calorie burn on their Apple watch and like they want to, they just want like all the data. They want to like track their sleep and track this and track that. And I'm always like, why? Just focus on how you feel. Let your body tell you, right? And I get that. But like right now, I'm craving data. Like I've been thinking about getting one of those stupid rings. What's that ring called? Aura ring. Aura ring. Because, well, I know I'm sleep not sleeping well because of my daughter. But 
I was thinking like, oh, that kind of gives me the fitness data, but it's not as bulky as the watch and it won't give me all the like notifications from my phone. So I think I would really like, I think I would prefer the ring over an Apple watch if I'm being honest, because I just like the fitness data. I don't need to be competitive with anyone. I just like to be competitive with myself. That's me personally, but everyone's different. And yeah, I, I've been like just kind of craving data. I've been also thinking about, I would really like to get uh, one of those continuous glucose monitors, but I don't think you can just get those. Like I, I actually was doing research on it. I think you have to get a prescription. Is that right? So I, uh, for me, I don't necessarily feel the need to measure my ketones like through the finger prick. I, I prefer to do like, what is my, my blood sugar level? That's like the data I'm more interested in right now. Like how is my body reacting to things, especially while I eat keto? So I don't know. I've just been like wanting some more data on my body and like how my body is responding to things because I am putting so much effort and focus into it. But I do think it can get out of hand really quickly. And that's when people like call, you know, the word biohacking. I used to like like it. And now I'm like, it's a little cringy to me. I'm like, I feel like you're bored. I feel like you need more hobbies other than just like trying to biohack your health. I don't know. That's me. That's me. Okay. Um, hold on. My, my screen on my laptop timed out, which is like how I keep myself somewhat focused while I record this. Okay. So then the final section of this podcast is unpopular opinions. This is going to be unpopular, especially if you are an activist, I will be placing another Sheen order. I think that's how you say it. Sheen. But I want to just say Sheen. I feel more comfortable saying Sheen. Anyway, unpopular opinion. Yep. I placed an order before I went to Disney World and I'm going to place another one. I just, everything I bought, I like it. I like it. It's, let's be real. If I'm not ordering there, I'm going to be buying it at Walmart. That's not made any more ethically, right? I'm not going to buy a lot. I'm not going to like just buy, but, and I, I, I know the fast fashion thing. I could get it. I get it. I do. Well, there is one place. I don't know. It does old Navy ethically make their clothes. Cause I like the jeans I bought at old Navy. I like those. I like old Navy jeans, but yeah, like just for simple tops and I don't know, guys, I like it. I like it. Unpopular. I it's, it's way better quality in my opinion than, um, do you guys remember that app wish? That's kind of like what it made me think of because like the shipping takes forever. It's like it feels like a drop shipping situation, but it's it's so much better. It's dirt cheap. It's dirt cheap. And the other thing, too, like if you're ordering clothes on Amazon, oftentimes it's just marked up. It's like, you know, still from China or whatever and not ethically made, but it's just been marked up by someone in the U.S., right? So I don't know. Why not just save the money a little? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm trying to, there's no way to justify it other than I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. Maybe, maybe some of you can convince me otherwise. Maybe you can find me some better places to buy clothing, but it's like, I cannot afford, especially in, I, I don't buy organic. Okay. I don't buy organic groceries. Like I save money in every aspect that I can. I cannot afford to wear clothes that fit right now and spend a fortune on them. I just, I'm, I'm, my body is still changing and I need to keep it affordable. Once I feel like I'm at like a body that I'll be keeping long-term, I'm down to spend a little more money. I really am. And I'll buy those pieces at last, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. But right now my body is rapidly changing and I like having clothes that fit. And I liked my experience with my first order. So I will be ordering again. Okay. 
that is going to wrap up this week's podcast. I hope it was somewhat helpful. I hope you learned something. Maybe I inspired you to incorporate a low-carb meal. Maybe you have unsubscribed and left me a one-star review because you think I'm a terrible person for talking about keto. I could see that happening. Keto really, it, it can ruffle some feathers, keto alone. <laughs> especially especially me saying I'm going to order from Sheet. Actually, I'm surprised I haven't gotten any angry reviews. I think that's why I leave unpopular opinions for the end. No one is going to make it to the end if they if they don't like me, right? If they, but like that would be, that would probably piss someone off enough to leave a bad review. On that note, could you leave a good review if you did like this week's episode or any episode? It's, it, it makes me feel very good. I, I really appreciate it. I will shut up now. Have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to try Hit Bodies, don't forget $1 deal. Probably only got about an, a week left of it. Okay. All right. Bye.